Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone, and welcome to State of State. This podcast is presented by BetOnline.ag, your number one source for all your sports info, stats, news, and analysis. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's NBA Finals and Stanley Cup Final. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. We have you covered for all your sports wagering needs, whether it's the NBA, Major League Baseball, the NHL, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options, plus your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. State of State is presented by BetOnline, where the game starts. Also, State of State is a proud supporter of Blue White Outfitters. Blue White Outfitters was created as a retail shop meant to highlight the confidence, competitiveness, and fearlessness of the elite athletes found throughout the history of Penn State University. All sales from Blue White Outfitters directly benefit Penn State student-athletes. Visit www.bluewhiteoutfitters.com today. Penn State football in 2023 is certainly going to be in prime time. A lot of eyes on the Nittany Lions this upcoming season. The schedule has reflected that, and one of the big reasons why this Penn State offense especially looks very promising going into this upcoming season is because of our guest, Penn State offensive lineman, redshirt sophomore, Landon Tangwall. I understand you've got a big golf uh, outing you got to get to in a little while, so we appreciate you diving on here with us. But you're, you're more than just an offensive lineman. You're, you're, you're an author as well. So I, I have to hear about the children's book, man. Tell us all about how this came to fruition, because there's not a lot of people your age that would dive into something like this. Yeah, no, thanks. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much for having me on, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys. Um, it was a really cool experience. Um, I got approached by a children's author. We worked on it together. Um, it was, you know, got to you know, have my own input, kind of put, put what we want in there. And then you know, nothing really happened with it until after the season because it came out in October. I was really busy. Uh, but, you know, it came out. I got it out to, you know, family and friends and stuff for Christmas. That was a really cool experience, you know, being able to, you know, give those nieces, nephews and sign up for them. That type of stuff's real cool, you know, family, friends. Um, but then once we kind of got back in for the spring semester, uh, as you all know, it's a little bit lighter on us uh, than the season. So I had time to go to a couple different schools. I went back to my elementary school. Um, I just actually this past Thursday went to uh, elementary school about an hour and a half north of Penn, of, uh, Penn State uh, at Wellsboro. So I, I went to a couple elementary schools. It's been a real cool experience. We went down to Guatemala, about 10 of us, and I got to actually give we don't we got 135 books donated uh, for the Guatemala trip. Yeah. So that was really awesome to give, give books, uh, gives books out down there. So, yeah, it was, it was a real good, great time. Uh, it's called the men up front for those that don't know you can check it out and search for it online it's available online which is great uh, so can you walk me through like uh, how you were approached like was this something you always wanted to do was it you knew a guy who knew a guy and then hey Landon wants to write something like how did this all get going yeah no so my man Andy V he's a he's a children's author he hit me up I mean I wasn't wasn't something I always thought about I've always loved children I, I got a big family a lot of cousins so, you know, I love being around kids, all that stuff. I think I'm pretty good on all that, all that stuff. So, 
Uh, I don't know what he approached me about. It was something I was real interested in. And honestly, I kind of felt like, it, you know, that was really, that's the type of stuff that NIL, you know, is supposed to be about. You know, obviously guys making millions and stuff, all that's cool. But, you know, that's that's type of stuff where you get back in the community, get back with the kids, actually make an impact. Like, to be able to, I think I've, I've been able to donate because of, you know, donations, uh, big-time donors making donations. I think I've donated over 250 books uh, alone to schools and all, all types of different spots. And I hope to do a lot more, especially this summer. So, like, it's been awesome to be able to, you know, just give back, especially to kids. Like, it's awesome, especially, you know, seeing when they're little fans, too. Like, I was up at the school up north, you know, they were crazy Penn State fans because they are like, middle of nowhere. So all they do is watch Penn State football, and they went crazy. It was awesome. <laughs> uh, what was your experience like in Guatemala? You said you went with a bunch of your uh, teammates as well. How was yeah, that? Yeah, so it was about 10 of us. It was uh, it was like Penn State football-funded uh, trip. We worked actually with a nonprofit called Souls for Souls, and we went down and gave out uh, probably over, I don't even know, probably like 700 shoes on uh, like three different days. So we went to different schools in Guatemala, and some of the schools were crazy. Some of the schools were like two hours away. Uh, from where we stayed in Guatemala, and they didn't even speak Spanish. They spoke, like, original Mayan languages, so we couldn't even communicate with them. But we got them all fitted up. Uh, it was, like, a great experience. Got everybody new shoes. They were so thankful. Uh, it was definitely a breath of fresh air. Uh, so it was a real cool experience to do that. And then on the uh, the last day, we were able to to go to this, uh, this one school, uh, and all of them spoke, uh, all the kids in there spoke English. Um, and we were able to give out a ton of books and stuff, so they were all reading it. So it was awesome. So they were obviously able to read it and interact. And we all signed the books and stuff. So it was a real cool time. It was super awesome. Man, I, that is so nice to hear. And Justin, I think you feel the same way because there's so many people who look at NIL and they see, you know, USC D tackle Bear Alexander's new LA pad. And that's what they think it is. And the truth of the matter, Justin, especially you always call it not NIL, but name image value. And the amount of value that you can put back into the community, I mean, you really can't put a price tag on that. And I think this is one of the things that gets lost in this whole NIL discussion right now. And uh, Justin, I know you're at the center of a lot of this. No, absolutely. I think it's a great thing. I mean, we've been seeing Landon doing his book and just having those opportunities to learn how to give value outside of this sport of football, right? Because there, there's a level of meritocracy that you come up in football where you're I remember recruiting Landon and it's like, okay, he knew in high school, like, all right, I have to hit these metrics to be recruited by Penn State, X, Y, and Z. And as an athlete, to be able to venture out into those other avenues, whether it's being a children's book author, getting out there and talking to kids and seeing that impact and being able to have and provide value outside of that, that's when you can see like the real opportunities and sustainable, you know, NIL opportunities for the future, you know what I mean, for yourself and sustainable growth throughout your whole career. And that's, like you said, that's what it's about. And Penn State has a unique ecosystem to take full advantage of that. So love yeah. to see when guys are doing that, man. So congrats to you, Landon, on that. Thank you very much. No, really beautiful. Now, I was saying, you know, Penn State's in prime time this upcoming season, Landon. And I mean that literally in that the news continues to come out about the schedule for 2023 coming together. West Virginia's a home night game, or I'm sorry, yeah, home night game, excuse me. And then uh, the whiteout game is going to be uh, in prime time against Iowa. Uh, Michigan State at the end of the year is also going to be in primetime on Black Friday uh, at Ford Field, the home of the Detroit Lions. So that is a big move. There's a talk out there. I don't know if it's officially been confirmed. We're recording this Tuesday. We'll see what happens in the coming days. But uh, that Michigan versus Penn State is going to be a part of big noon kickoff. And while that's not, you know, 8 p.m. Eastern, noon for Fox, that's their primetime. Uh, when you guys as players are seeing all these things come out and more and more high-profile opportunities are coming up for you guys this coming season, how do you guys react? Does it matter to you? 
Yeah, I'm gonna be honest now. It really doesn't matter much to me, um, and really a lot of us. And you know, I think Coach Franklin does a great job of keeping a, you know keeping the main thing the main thing. And you know, we're focused on West Virginia, and really we're focused on just you know one day at a time here, getting better with the guys. Uh, you know, I think we're building great great chemistry. We're in there every day grinding, getting extra everybody. You know, getting their own extra work in. Uh, so you love to see that type of stuff where the team really starting to come together. You know, I think we're definitely a younger team for sure. I think we were definitely a past couple of years on more veteran team. So we're a younger team. I mean, we're really talented as everybody knows, but you know, just, just coming in gelling every day, just getting better. Honestly, that's the main focus of the guys. It's cool to see that stuff and know that's coming in the future, but really, you know, we're focused on just, you know, just one day at a time here and just focus on West Virginia. That's a great point. You said gelling. So I'm going to stick on that, especially being an offensive lineman because I don't know if the viewers or just the average fan understands the cohesiveness that's needed to play offensive line, pick up the different blitzes from like a Manny Diaz. How is how has it been? I know I mean, we missed a part of the season last year, but like how has it been like working back in with the guys, with the running backs a year older and everybody having that uh year under their belt with a new quarterback? How's that been? Yeah, no, it was awesome. You know, I was I was able to I was full, I was back for uh like every single practice of spring ball, so that was awesome. So everybody was back for spring ball. Uh, and like you said, I mean, we've got some – I think this is the best offensive line we've had in a long time, some of the best running backs we've had in a little bit. I mean, obviously we got great running backs, but, I mean, these guys are, you know, insane. Um, uh, we love blocking for them. Like, we'll be watching tape and we'll – like, we're watching tape today and we'll just get hyped watching Nick Singleton run to 70-yard touchdown. So, you know, we love that stuff, especially, you know, especially in the offensive line room. Um so no, I mean no, it's been it's it's been real great, like you said, just just getting with the guys, just gelling this summer. It's it's been super big for us. Um, I think you know as you know since I've been here, the offensive line and offensive line room, like specifically the culture, has grown so much, and that's been like like amazing to see and really just be a part of. I think the guys we have in there are such high quality guys right now. I mean obviously our our leaders Olu in there. I mean you couldn't tell, ask for a better leader. I mean he's the, the one of the best players in all of college football. And he just he's just a normal dude, one of my best friends. Uh, so, you know, it's just we're, we're, we're moving where we want to go. We're just stacking days one day at a time. Oh, man, I love to hear that. And you say stacking days, the brick squad, right? Yeah, like that's, yes, sir. The yes, guys, sir. yeah, the brick squad. And even and, and kudos to that because, I mean, I think when, even just like reviewing or evaluating coaches, like offensive line coaches are hard to come by. One that can have a personality. So, like, shout out to Phil Troutline. Mm-hmm. That way, my old teammate back in the day. But um, you talked about – I've seen the enthusiasm when you – when you started talking about the running backs, so we wanted to jump into that. So having running backs that can just hit the hole, make you make you look good as an offensive line, obviously doing your job, and you just saw the enthusiasm jump in. How is it blocking for those guys, and how does that energy, I mean, affect the rest of the offense? Knowing that you have a running back, I mean, both running backs that can take it to the house anytime, and just positive yards on every play. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously it's like it's super nice. Um, you know, we call we call duo, which is basically you know inside zone. And the next thing you know, Nick Singleton is running down the right sideline, you know, 70 yards. So it's just, it's just like, what? It's like, what? And you look up and you just start running. But no, it's crazy. And you kind of, and sometimes I always try to look to see who's in too. Cause it's kind of, they definitely run differently. Like K-Tron, is a lot more patient and he's going to like find that hole. And sometimes, I mean, Nick will just hit it, you know, with, with speed. But K-Tron, when he finds that hole, he's going to hit it too though. So like, he's a lot, he's a, he's a little bit more of a patient runner. So they're definitely a little different to block for, uh, but you know it's 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 been really awesome blocking for them. I mean, obviously they were just freshmen too, so that's the craziest part. I, I even forgot that. I'm like, dude, these guys both got two more years left. I say that because that's how both they go. You know, both of them they're that good. They only got two years left. You know what I mean? So now nah, they're real impressive, man. Uh, so I'm just we're just excited for another year, and I think spring ball was awesome. We gelled real well in spring ball. 
Um, just kept kind of kept that going. And as you mentioned earlier, going against Manny Diaz, I think that's something that sometimes people forget. I mean, we get to go against a, a top three defense. I mean, I, I want to say top one, man. I mean, Manny Diaz, <laughs> the blitzes that he'd be bringing, man, these, these pressures, all this. I mean, it's insane. You would believe what we see in practice. So, I mean, he gets us ready. So, I mean, shout out, shout out Coach Manny Diaz for sure. Iron sharpened iron. That's the that's the key, that's the key to the game, right? Uh, at the end of the day. But with that, with a new quarterback stepping in and a couple of receivers coming through the transfer portal, like Dante Cephas and things like things of that magnitude. I mean, a pretty balanced attack for the offense at Penn State. How do you see that? How do you see the addition of the new receivers and the quarterback along with the running game from an offensive line standpoint? Because I mean, I'm sure, like I said, the enthusiasm when you talk about running the ball, it seems like you guys all have like a nice aggressiveness or just like a charisma about yourselves of offensive linemen that's like, yo, we want to attack it. And now we got guys back here that can take it whenever they want to. But how do you guys approach that with the new, I guess say newcomers to the team or the new new contributors? Yeah, no, I think, I think it's awesome that we got, you know, obviously we're adding, adding pieces to the puzzle. Um, you know, one thing I'd say as much as we love to run the ball, you got to be able to pass the ball, uh, you know, to win in football nowadays. And not even just pass the ball, but be balanced. I think when you can do both and, you know, you kind of you kind of give the team a little bit of fear, you know, on both sides, you know, they don't know what's coming at them. You know, we, but obviously if you establish the run first, the pass can come. Um, and I think that's also one thing that's going to help, especially with a young quarterback. If we know, you know, the offensive line and these running backs come in and we do what we know we can do, uh, I think it's going to make it a lot easier for, for, you know, Drew and company, man. Uh, so that's kind of that's kind of how we feel. I think we, we're taking a little bit of, you know, putting a little bit of weight on our shoulders, uh, especially on the offensive line up front. Uh, but I think we're a veteran group and we know we can do it. Um, so, you know, we're, 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 we're up to the challenge, uh, but, you know, we're really excited. We're really excited for this, this offense to, to get going and uh, Nittany Nation to see us. You've been through uh, some significant changes and, you know, that's now your third year, redshirt sophomore, but, you know, you, you've seen a fair amount in the last handful of years. Uh, I, I think back to you got in during the, what at the time we were mispronouncing Christian Veyu's, uh, Veyer's last name. It was the flu and Veyu game. Uh, so you got some time in that game. I can only imagine what hell that week was. And then you do- you dove in last season, uh, looked good in the Outback Bowl. And then this past season, especially, uh, you were relied upon at left guard. And I, I mean, you just gelled very nicely with Olufushanu. And then uh, some injuries cropped up, unfortunately. How are you feeling physically overall? Yeah, no, no, I'm feeling great. Um you know, fully healthy. I think it's even better than it was before. Obviously, uh, you know, I was I was kind of messed up going into camp, and it kind of just lingered, and it was something you know that eventually happened. But it was, you know, it was definitely gave me great perspective. Um, definitely appreciate the game more when it's taken from you. Um, never really had an injury like that, so it was. It like I said, it definitely gave me some time to reflect and uh, give me a different perspective. But now I'm fully healthy. I'm back, so I'm really excited. Like I said, I went through all the spring ball, uh, no issues, working back in. It was. It was perfect. So I'm just I'm just excited to be uh, back out there with the guys in September, man. Beautiful. That's music to a lot of people's ears. That's good to hear. So because uh, the offensive line honestly looks outstanding overall. Um, there's obviously going to be some competition on the right side of the line. Uh, and uh, it sounds like Hunter Norzad potentially at center and there's going to be some competition there. But we, you know, from the outside looking in, a lot of people very, very confident about the left side and that it's Olu and yourself. And you were saying he's your best friend and he's one of the best in the country. No argument here. Were you surprised when he did not go to the NFL draft? Because there are a lot of people saying he could go top 10, top five. Yeah, yeah. No, I think, I mean, everybody was obviously happy to get Olu back. 
uh, for, you know, selfish reasons. I mean, like I said, one of the best players in college football. Um, you know, I think we all kind of knew uh, after last year's spring ball, we kind of knew Ola was going to have that year. It was kind of funny. Everybody in the facility knew that Ola was going to end up probably being able to leave if he wanted to and be one of the, you know, the top offensive tackles. And it was just, it was awesome because it was kind of our own secret and no one really found out. And you start to see it on Twitter, you know, week two, week three, week four, and then you started to see it and then everybody started to see it. So it was, it was honestly really cool to see it. Cause like I said, we all knew so far in advance. Um, but you know, obviously, you know, a little surprised, but I mean, Olu, he's, a, he's an awesome guy. I want to come back and, you know, work on his game, get a degree, all that stuff. Definitely, you know, super commendable. He's a, like I said, a stand-up guy. So, you know, doesn't surprise me at all. And, you know, I'm just, I'm happy to have him back. You know, it is, it's amazing to have someone next to, you, you know, that's just locked down. It's, it's awesome. We on that, you know, we're on that double team. He comes down, knocks the hip, dude goes flying, you know? So that stuff's awesome. Man. So I'm, I'm real happy to have Olu back, obviously for one more ride. So it's, uh, no, it's a super, super happy. That's fantastic. Now you said you're feeling better physically, feeling like you're hundred percent going into this upcoming season. What do you feel like are your strengths? What are some things that you're still working on going into 2023? Yeah, no, I mean, obviously every day, you know, we're, we're the offensive line, we're out there really working every day. We switch off running pass. Um, and there's just certain things like I just want to be a little lower in run game, be a little more, you know, stout and pass. Uh, but, you know, it's just a lot of things going to there. So many little different things and so many different drills that, you know, Coach Trout helps us out with. He's, you know, whenever he can, he's 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 sending us drills. You know, if he can't be with us, he's sending us drills for us to work on. You know, when he is allowed to be with us, he's with us out there grinding every second he can. Uh, so, you know, fantastic to have him in our corner, man. He's, you know, he's one of the main reasons that this office line room is transformed, you know, for you know how it has transformed over these past couple of years. So, you know, you know, shout out to him. All credit to him. He's been he's been fantastic. Um, but yeah, we you know we just we just off, as an offensive line just keep grinding every day. Like like I said, keep gelling. Uh, I'm real excited for me and, and the rest of the guys. Are you a fan of rivalries? Are you a fan of smack talk? Do you like to stand out from the crowd at tailgates? If so, check out Smack Apparel and see what their team has geared up for football season. Their Let There Be White tee is the perfect gear for all those famous whiteout games at Beaver Stadium. Or get straight to the point with the worst tee for all the Ohio State haters out there. Smack Apparel has the must-have tees for all your teams, including pro and college football, plus basketball, baseball, every fan is covered. Head over to smackapparel.com and use the promo code STATE10, that's S-T-A-T-E-1-0, at checkout for 10% off. Again, that's smackapparel.com, promo code STATE10, at checkout. Why we're boring when you can wear smack. Are you looking for undeniably good hair and beard care? Then Maestro's Classic is perfect for you. Maestro's has beard washes, beard oils, beard butters, plus hair gels and pomades. It's one brand for every man. Visit maestrosclassic.com. That's M-A-E-S-T-R-O-S classic.com and use our promo code STATE20. That's S-T-A-T-E-2-0 at checkout for 20% off your order. Maestro's Classic, crafting a better you. And like I was saying, your your time at Penn State, it's been when the transfer portal has really exploded in college football. And uh, Justin was touch, just touching on, you know, Dante Cephas is somebody a lot of people are talking about, a wide receiver, uh, running back Trey Potts, uh, offensive line Addison Penn coming in from Duke. 
what's it like welcoming these guys for their first you know you know first day at school so to speak like you feel like a kid again all of a sudden you're like oh no i gotta meet all these new people how is it you know embracing these guys yeah one thing and one thing i always said uh, especially early in my recruitment that i tell recruits is that at penn state i felt like it was such when i came in uh it was just such easy transition it was just like you're part of the family no one like none of the seniors a lot of places seniors might be you know kind of mean to the younger guys whatever it's not like that all here everybody's nice to everybody like everybody hangs out. It's, it's a, it's a very, it's very welcoming, like brotherhood, I'd say. Um, so it's, you know, it's kind of, it's been like that since I've been here. Uh, for, you know, as far as I know, I have actually a transfer roommate that just moved in with me, Alex Falcons, uh kicker. Um, and, you know, just like welcome like a brother, man. That's, that's just how we do it here. Like they're one of us now. So, you know, we just, you know, we accept them and those, those are our brothers now. So that's how we feel. It's not really anything like we think about, it's just, you know, you dab them up and then it's from there. That's just that's just your brother, man. You going right. to war with them. So that's that's just how it is. It's it's weird. There's nowhere else, no other, you know, anything outside of sports that's like that. That's why sports are so you know unique, man. It's awesome. It really is. Uh, you hit it on a point. And you mentioned earlier, earlier you mentioned the dynamic of seeing Olu kind of come into his own. And was it spring ball or did you say? Camp? Yeah, it was. Yeah, spring ball like right before last season. Yep, spring ball, and that's when you typically see is like an internal football player. You're like, oh, this guy's coming along. Let's see how this happens, and and you you get to see it. That's like one of the joys of working within a team and being a teammate of a lot of these guys. Who have you seen this past spring that is like he's going to be a star in the making that maybe some of the viewers should keep an eye on that they might not know um, as of now. Yeah, I mean, I was I went against them every day. Um, probably one of the most explosive people I've ever seen is Akeem Beeman, number 51. Uh, I think he's gonna have a huge year as a defensive tackle. Um, you can ask anybody on the offensive line and they'll tell you, I mean, he's got the best hands. He, he'll, he'll get under you, forklift you up, man. Like he's got some moves and he's, he doesn't weigh a lot, but he is strong and quick. So, I mean, look, look for him to have a huge year. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm really excited for him. Um, then I guess, I guess I'll give you one on the offensive side too, man. Uh, I really would say Hunter Norzad, man, super impressive, just like all spring, just consistent. Like that's what you want in the center, man, consistency and just you can rely on him. And that's just that's just him to a T. So he's I say he's a pro. Like he's already NFL. He's already NFL vet in a in a college locker room. That's that's the the feel I get from him. So I love I love working with Hunt every day. No, that's awesome, man. I love hearing guys give kudos and real evaluations of the guys because there's a level of having respect within the locker room that trumps all everything else whether it's twitter followers nil all that different things it's like, like how do the guys in the locker room feel and then you speak into just the culture of like everybody hey we're friends and come in we got, got a job to do and going forward but with that being said right this is the summer going into a season with a lot of expectations and, and keeping that one and oh mentality what type of daily practices do you guys do to kind of stay focused on the day to day and continue to get better and not let the the hype of the expectations coming around. Like every week, it seems like a new primetime game is announced. You know what I mean? It's just staying focused and locked in. How are you guys doing that on a daily basis? Yeah, yeah. No, I think, you know, we're, we're coming to work, you know, every day. And I think we have great leaders, too, that keep us focused. Um, you know, obviously, right now is actually a discretionary period. So our coaches can't even be there. Their coaches, strength, whatever, like they can't be there. So we're actually really relying on our leaders right now um, you know, the, all, all the older guys are, are running the workouts. Uh, you know, obviously we know the expectation, you know, we know the standard, um, and the standards, the standard, and we hold that to guys. And as far as everything, you know, locker room, 
you know, we but honestly, everybody, you know, we're not too worried about it. like I said, it really I feel like you just come in and you kind of just understand it's like, all right, it's just day by day. Like you really just you're just taking it just one day at a time, just trying to put as much work in as you can, uh, whether, you know, that be film. You know, obviously when we hit late, like today we hit legs hard and ran. So we went in and got a, got an hour of film in afterwards. And, you know, that type of stuff is has been real cool to see. Um, you know, some people don't always do that. They'll just go home. But, you know, you see everybody walking in the film room after lift, all that stuff. So it's really awesome to see. Uh, obviously, when you start to see just a culture, just build and build, like when you've been somewhere, it's, it's really cool to see, uh, especially to be a part of it, too. And, you know, you start to see stuff like that, like winning the Rose Bowl and stuff. Uh, so, you know, we're just real excited for this next season. Oh, that's amazing, man. And with that, I mean, it's a great time for every like, excitement going around, especially with NIL going on. We touched on your book earlier. Has there been anything with NIL or I guess that you guys have seen as, I guess, enhancing your experience at Penn State or as a football player? I mean, outside of, obviously, we talked about providing value, but being able to work amongst each other, like when you guys are meeting fans or you're doing more, I guess, work opportunities amongst each other, like how has that been or has there been any type of, because it's a different dynamic working with one another, like, right? Like when we're out in the, doing yeah. the ingredients yeah, yeah. things of that nature. Yeah, no, um, no, it's, it's real, it's real cool to, to do stuff with guy with the guys. Um, also just, just I, honestly, I'd say uh, from an NIL perspective, just the ability to, to meet the people that we're meeting is something that's really amazing. Um, just all different type of, you know, business owners and the communities. Uh, you know, I think that one thing that people honestly don't fully, you know, recognize the people you meet now and the people you might do a, you know, you know, $500 NIL deal worth, you know, they, you know, it might be only worth $500, whatever, but if you have a great interaction with that person, uh, they love you, they love doing business with you. Well, guess what? You come back in, you know, 10 years when you're done with football and you want to work with them for their business or you want a loan or whatever it may be, they already did business with you. They love your business. So they're going to, they're going to rock with you. So that's really something that I've took a lot of, um, it's a lot of pride in is just always doing, doing, just doing good business. Uh, just always being a nice person to people, um, just spreading positivity and stuff. Whenever I meet people, big smile, that type of deal. Cause I feel like that really does make a difference and that you make a difference how people remember you. And like I said, I mean, the type of people we're meeting are, are, are big time people. And, and obviously in fans too, like that's another thing. As far as fans go, you want to create your own fans for life. You know, obviously there's Penn state fans, but you want to create fans and you know, they remember you, they remember a specific interaction with you that maybe you don't remember, but it sticks with the fan. And now you have a fan for life when you go to whatever NFL team, when you're doing whatever and they follow you on Instagram down the road. So that type of stuff I take a lot of pride in. And I always try to take time to, you know, go out of my way to do whatever, sign an autograph, whatever it may be uh, for, you know, th those type of reasons. I need to have you on the NL panel at one point. I mean, I know they're out there, sports business journal, somebody outside of Penn State, they got to hear you talk about it. Cause I mean, that's the real, that's the core of it, right? Beyond the fluff of signing deals. Cause like you said, like there's a, there's sustainable growth, even in the $500 deals, you might come back and like implement yourself into a new business or come back with a new yeah. idea. And now you've done business with people. You've done business with your teammates and you see them in a different light. You can start to see like, okay, this dude's professional. This dude's not professional. And just the different, I mean, from a personnel background, just like evaluation points of guys in general, right? Like it's a great opportunity to take advantage of. And it seems like that you're right on the, you're on the right track. So congratulations to that again on that whole piece. Cause it's a dynamic time to be a college Thank athlete. You. No doubt. It absolutely <laughs> is. It absolutely is. Yeah, man. So back at you, Tom. Now, Landon, you, you got a car recently, thanks to NIL deals. Were you uh, – like, what, what was the situation around that? 
Yeah, so uh, it started actually um, probably in January when we got back, and I kind of just saw NIL just was kind of lacking around Penn State. As Justin, no, I'm sure as you know, that's kind of was the consensus. It's picked <laughs> up. It's it's picked up significantly in the last handful of months, which is really yeah. positive. Yeah. It had, so my uh, it was funny enough. My dad got introduced to this donor that was working closely with Lions Legacy, so I got introduced to Lions Legacy. He was doing a we've done a bunch of events with. Um, and I pretty much became the, I, and I kind of did this on purpose. I pretty much became the team like liaison and they went through me to set things up. So I, instead of, you know, and it was hard. And sometimes it's hard to go through, you know, the, the, the head of the hires, you know, higher ups at Penn state and they won't actually pass any messages on, you know, that type of deal. But, you know, they come to me and the next thing you know, you know, I'm being included, you know, I'm always at all the events because I'm organizing them. And then I'm also meeting all these people. Um, so I kind of figured, I just, I was figured I, I, you know, I need to take the lead on this. I was like, no one's taking the lead. So I want to do this not only for, you know, me, but for my teammates too. So then we started having, you know, started planning way more events. Uh, we did an event back in Maryland. Uh, we just had a cheesesteak eat off a bunch of different stuff. It was, it was real cool. Uh, but success honor done a ton of stuff. They it's been, it's been real awesome, but I've kind of tried to submerge my, myself in this. I kind of had to step back a little bit during spring ball. Um, and obviously we'll have to step back all really all the way in the season, but, um, but it's been real cool to be a part of, like I said, just meet all these different people and just, you know, just different opportunities for me and my teammates, uh, has been, has been super awesome. Uh, we're actually going to New York, um, in July. I'll actually be there for my birthday. So I'm really excited for that. Um, but we're going to like Nike headquarters, Twitter headquarters. We're obviously going to meet a bunch of, you know, different, different CEOs, all that mess. That's, that's the best part about going to Penn State is, is those type of experiences. Um, so, you, you know, Wall Street, all that stuff. It's going to be mm-hmm. really exciting. Stay in Madison Square Garden, you know. All, so it's, it's, it's going to be real time. NIL has opened up all these experiences uh, for us that I feel like, you know, back in the day, you know, guys like you, Justin, you guys didn't get to do this stuff. So it's, it's super cool now. I love to see it. I love to see it. And you got to take advantage of it the, like, the right way. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Now, Landon, I love, first of all, that you're saying, hey, you know, uh, you're waiting to see maybe if somebody would step up and you're like, I'm just going to step up. So that's a leadership thing, which is great. And that's something James Franklin and the entire coaching staff have been talking about through winter workouts and through spring ball is that the leadership contingent within the team is going to look different than it did last year. And there might be more guys that step up that way. So I think you're already expressing some of those qualities. And then I'll say just as a Penn State graduate, kind of what you're discovering right now. If I had a dime for every time I heard, you know, these major corporations are like, oh, Penn State's one-stop shopping. You can literally just roll up and you can meet people in every single discipline and profession. Uh, that that happens all the time. So you're in a perfect position that way. Uh, I do want to ask you about uh, some of your teammates. Uh, James Franklin has spoken extensively about uh, Vega Yuane. 6'4", 352 pounds is what he's listed at officially. Um, how the hell does that work? And how does he make that all move and work? Because it sounds like he's a freak of nature. Yeah, we don't really know. Trust me. We, we've been trying to figure that out. Uh, and uh, Vanga's, uh, he's hes built like no other, man. He is strong. And when he wants to sit down, he will sit down, just lock you down. He wants to move you in a run game. He's moving you. Uh, so, you know, he's super strong in the weight room. Just always throwing up weight. I'm Actually, today, I remember just looking over at him. I was watching him. Just like just front squat like three fifteen over there. I'm just looking at him like, dang man, he's just moving it. So that you know, he's he's real. He's coming to himself, you know, very well. I think we have so much depth on the offensive line this year, which you know, as you guys know, is super important. 
Um, so we're, we're really excited for Vanga. He's he's got a real bright future out of him. Uh, we, we talked a little bit about Dante Cephas, and you guys will get a chance to see what he's all about, obviously, once you get to uh, camp in August. But in terms of the receiving core, there's a lot of excitement externally about Keandre Lambert-Smith. Is he going to be able to take the leap this year? Trey Wallace has done well in the past. Amari Evans looked awesome in spring ball. From your perspective, is there somebody that we should be paying more attention to uh, in terms of pass catchers? Yeah, I think that I mean I think the people that you named off are definitely uh you know some of the top candidates. Uh, obviously we saw you know Keandre you know have a breakout game in the Rose Bowl, so we're really happy to see you know you know see him have that type of game type of game that we knew he could have uh, that we need him to have all year for sure. Then you know this coming year, um, and, you know we got we got a great group of guys. Uh, obviously like you said new you know new addition, um, definitely a baller from 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 what I've seen. So we we're really excited for Dante. Um, so, you know, I think we got a ton of guys in the mix and, you know, obviously got someone that can spin it. So we're excited for Drew to get on the ball, too. So hopefully, you know, we're, we're going to give him enough time and uh, and we'll get in the end zone a whole lot. You talked about quarterback. Uh, like I said earlier on, you got to be there when Christian Veyer was in a difficult situation against Rutgers two years ago. You played a lot of snaps with Sean Clifford. You played some snaps with Drew Aller. Is our progressing? How are you feeling about everything? Do you like what you see so far out of a guy who's just a year younger than you? Yeah, yeah. Now, real fast. Speaking of that Rutgers game, though, the the, the flu game, I always love to talk. Yeah, I know. I got. I've asked a bunch of guys about it, and they're like, "Oh, it was a crazy week." I, I need stories. I got. I could definitely. I could talk for like an hour about that. But my favorite one is though. So, Caden, Caden was like kind of sick, and I, I didn't know if I was gonna basically play or not. And obviously, my first time, I haven't played yet. So you know how that goes. Like, you know, the nerves are crazy. Freshman year, you know, true freshman. And so I walk, I, I don't see Caden downstairs for breakfast. And I walk upstairs, I catch him in the hallway. And I'm like, yo, so, you know, and obviously I want to play, but I also, I'm super nervous. So I'm like, hey, like, what's the deal? And he's like, I'm no good, man. I just threw up. I'm like, oh, dude, I go back to my hotel room and I just sit there in my, in my room like this. Cause you know, you got like 30 minutes after you eat breakfast, Justin, mm-hmm. before you go. So I go, I'm up in my hotel room like this. Just, just, I'm like, Lord, please help me. So Caden goes out there and does like one drive and he's like, I'm done. So I did like, I played the whole rest of the game, but now it went really well. And obviously, you know, we beat him and stuff, but that was, there's a bunch of stories, but that was like, that was like my old crap moment. But welcome to college football. Um, but, uh, you know, I think, you know, back to the original question, <laughs> I think that, you know, Drew's, Drew's done real well. Uh, obviously took a big, I think he took a big step this spring. Uh, definitely a little more, you know, commanding uh, in the huddle. Definitely, you know, his, his offense. Um, and just, it's just fun to see him step up and make those big throws. I mean, he's been doing that, uh, you know, as you guys know, you saw when he came in Purdue. Uh, you know, he, one thing I'll say about him is he's always calm, cool, collected. Uh, you don't ever see him nervous. He's always He's always cool as a cucumber. So that's like really reassuring when, you know, you look to your leader on offense, you see that it's like, all right, let's go. Like it's, it's, it's time to go to war. So that's, that's how I feel. I love him. I love him as my QB, as my leader. So we're really excited for him and, you know, hope he has a big year. That's outstanding. I know the expectations, the hope, the aspirations are very, very high inside the building, outside the building fans, you know, hope a lot of him and a lot of you guys. So uh, it's, it's really nice to hear that you guys are taking this all in stride and, you know, keeping the main thing the main thing so that's always good uh before you go how's your golf game man so we uh it's it just started this summer uh, <laughs> oh okay yeah, yeah. all right cool <laughs> you're a big man swinging that thing 
It, we are, we are. But look, we all, because, you know, NIL started. So this is really what happened. NIL kind of sparked it because, you know, now we got all these, you know, golfing events. We just had a golfing event this past weekend. There's all these type of golfing events that we can get in on now. And, you know, opportunities to meet, to meet, you know, businessmen, all that, all that good stuff. And, you know, and you can't be sitting there like, I don't know how to golf anymore. So, <laughs> man, I'll tell you, there's probably like some days we were like, I'm like three minutes from uh, from Blue Course, the, the, the Penn State golf course. And some days you'll, there'll be like 20 of us out there on the driving range, like 20 players, because we're all trying to get good. And there's some people, I'd say probably the best on the team right now, probably Sanders Haydek by far. He'll like step up. We'll be out there like like shanking balls. He'll step up, just like grab like his five iron, just 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 no stretch, just first one, just kill a ball, man. And it's just gone. I'm like, he just shows off. But you know, you know how them kickers are, man. But uh, but no, we're, the, the, whole, the whole team is grinding. Uh, so. I'm hoping my golf game continues to get better, but I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. We'll see you on full swing on Netflix, like in no time. In no time. <laughs> I guarantee it. Right. Landon, thank you so much for taking the time. Best of luck this upcoming season. Stay healthy, all that stuff. And uh, good luck with your tea time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. Thank you all so much for joining us. This episode and our entire library of shows is available now on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, TuneIn, and wherever else you get your podcasts. And of course, let us know what you think of the show on Twitter at TheKing1 and at Tom Hannafin. State of State is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.